Hey, what's up fam? This is Joseph Illustrissimo and you are listening to Training Grounds by Holistic Hero. My goal is to give you the tools so you can reach your personal best in all aspects of your life. And today, what I wanna to talk to you about is actually more of a cultural subject and we're gonna talk about how can we be better for the people around us, you know, more specifically, the people in the black community our neighbors, our friends in the black community. And I wanna call us to being defenders. And I wanna share another, I wanna share a little bit about this, um, this message that I heard from this guy named Dr. Darius Daniels. But before that, let's talk about YouTube. All right, I love YouTube. I know so many of us love wasting our time on YouTube and the beautiful thing about YouTube is that it's not always a waste of time. You know, I can find out how to disable my car alarm on YouTube. I can find out how to cook delicious meals on YouTube, how to create home workouts on YouTube, how to make a podcast on YouTube. And I always spend so much time looking at tutorials with photography, videography, writing, twerking, anything. And you can find it all on YouTube. It's a beautiful thing. And what I'm also obsessed with on YouTube is I love like music, finding new music. There's all these different related videos and I love watching these tiny desk concerts on NPR or acoustic renditions of my favorite songs. And I love it. I love it because it feels like you're there. And I also love skits. And I know that life can be very challenging and at this time you know we're struggling with this global pandemic we're struggling with this black lives matter movement you know we want to see justice happen and we're reminded every single day of injustice and inequality and it can be draining it's something that i believe is called compassion fatigue and it can weigh down on our souls and our spirits so I take a lot of time and I, I go on YouTube and I watch these skits. Uh, Key and Peel are some of my favorites or SNL. And I find so much joy out of that. And these skits are like three to five minutes. You can watch them and you can go back to whatever you're doing. And I find it's a perfect break for me to bring a little bit more light, a little bit more joy in my day because I truly believe that that goes a long way. But as much as I love comedy and tutorials, I also love sports. I love watching videos of basketball players and doing amazing things, dunking on people's heads. You know, I love also, I love UFC. You know, I like watching people get knocked the hell out for however long it is or brutal violence <laughs> brings me joy in a really weird way. And as much as I love UFC, I love like graphic novels and graphic movies. And one of my favorite movies of all time is this movie called 300. And maybe you can relate to that. It's 300. It's uh tells a story of 300 Spartan warriors with their king, Leonidas, who is this complete savage where so many people started working out harder after watching these movies. So many people started growing beards after watching these movies. Because people looked up to these warriors, these Spartan warriors for the ways that they lived their lives and the way that they were just total badasses. And it was amazing. 
you know, you would see all these videos on YouTube of their workouts, what they might be doing. And I still have memories of, of watching those movies, watching that movie to this day. And it was cool because I was reading this book by Simon Sinek and it's called Why Leaders Eat Last. And he was telling a story about Spartan culture. And I was like, yes, this is exciting. This is what I love. I live for this stuff. And I started hearing the story about Spartan culture and they were talking about the Spartan shield and why the shield was so important. It was the most important piece of a Spartan's armor. And there were sayings before where mothers, when they were talking to their kids, they would tell them, hey, you better come back with your shield or on it. Meaning you better have come back holding onto your shield or dying in battle and someone's carrying your dead body on your shield than for you to come back without holding that piece of armor. And it's crazy because in Spartan culture, you can be exiled from your community, from your city for dropping your shield in battle. And one day they asked this exiled Spartan king, Unfortunately, you can't watch the video interview on YouTube. But they asked an exiled Spartan king, why was the shield so important? What's so special about the shield? And what he said was, because every other piece of your armor is to protect yourself. But your shield is to protect those around you. And I found that so confronting and so powerful at the same time. When we take up our shields, it's for every single person around us. And I'm reminded of this scripture in Ephesians 5, where it talks about the whole armor of God. The whole armor of God. Put on the whole armor of God. And there's something called a shield of faith. And... The scriptures call you to holding onto your shield of faith. And it's crazy because if you look at almost every single commentary about the shield of faith, what they talk about is how your shield of faith is supposed to be this massive Roman shield that protects your whole entire body. And you're supposed to cover your whole entire life with prayer, with faith, you know, your finances, your career every other aspect of your being. And I find that such a contradiction from, or such a different view from Spartan culture. You know, because if you look at the shield of faith, and if you look at it in that way, then you can look at it as such an, an almost an egocentric view of what your shield is meant for. But if you look at that Spartan culture, their shield was for community. Their shield was for everyone around them. So what if your shield of faith, I don't know if you're Christian, I don't know if you're Buddhist or whatever, sending, what if your shield of faith is for you to send good vibes and prayers and thoughts and actions to every single person in your community, 
no matter what their race is. And I have, I want to let you know that right now, the most important community that we need to defend and hold on to our shields for is the black community. And we're called to be allies. We're called to be allies in that. I was listening to this podcast the past few days and it was this message by this pastor. His name is Dr. Darius Daniels. And he's so educated, so eloquent. And I love the way he talks about our purpose. And he said that God doesn't make mistakes and he believes that every single person has a purpose. And that purpose is meant for the here and now, whatever issues that we're facing in the world right now. That's our purpose. That's why we're given our gifts. That's why we're given our talents. It's to face the issues of mankind in the present moment. And what he talks about was a story of, maybe you've heard of it before, even if you're not a believer or someone who's read the Bible. It's a story of the Good Samaritan. And I find that story is just so impactful for all of us in in many different many different ways so the story is about some man who who gets beaten on the side of the road he just gets beat down and what happens is that three people walk by three people walk by and the first one was I believe was a priest and when he saw the the person who was beaten down on the ground at the side of the street he turned his head and you know he just kept walking acting like it wasn't there and the next person was a Levite these religious leaders in the time and when he saw them when he saw this man that was beaten down on the ground and his last limbs and his last breaths and no one else around him at all, just beaten down. He just walked by. He just walked by again. So those were the religious leaders, and there was this man from a place called Samaria, which was kind of looked down upon by religious people, by different Jews, and the Samaritan man he saw the person who was beaten down and he stopped, went above and beyond and picked him up, carried him over to an inn and he told the innkeeper, I'm going to give you this money now if this man needs to stay a little bit longer then when I come back, I'm going to finish off. I'm going to give you the rest and we'll take care of it. And this talk which is by Dr. Darius Daniels, who is a black preacher. And he was speaking at this church called Vu Church. It was for their conference. It was a few days ago. And it's called, The Church Has Left the Building. The Church Has Left the Building. And he talks about how in this story, the religious leaders may have gotten doctrine right, but love wrong. He said, he can understand if you don't feel like it's your fight for justice or equality. 
But he said, if you are a believer in God, then there's no way that you can't fight for justice. You can't fight for equality. And you can't fight for people to belong. And he said that because God, if we read the Bible, God solved a problem that he didn't cause. And he didn't, he didn't tell Adam and Eve to eat from this apple that changed the course of humanity. But God said, I'm going to give you the answer to this fallen world. He said, love makes a commitment that even if I didn't help you break it, doesn't mean I'm not going to help you fix it. So yes, maybe you're not racist. Maybe you didn't cause systemic racism. But that doesn't excuse you from wanting to help and wanting to defend the communities that are still affected. And Darius, he gave really helpful steps in order to fight injustice and to fight for black lives to matter all around the world. And what he said was the first step is we need an epiphany. Because when the Samaritan saw the person on the ground, he didn't see what was happening. But he did see the outcome. He saw the red lining. And how that applies to our lives right now is that we need to see, maybe we're not going to see racism in front of our face, even though now when you go on Instagram or Facebook, you, you will see that. But we also just need to know, like, how is it affecting people? How is it affecting healthcare? How is it affecting lower income? How is it affecting small business loans? And we need to realize that there is injustice, there is inequality. Second thing he said was we need intentionality. When the Samaritan saw the person on the ground, he went to where the other person was. And he said, when you're a minority, you need to go to where the dominant culture is. And it's not your choice. You need to go there in order to succeed. But how can other people be there and go to where the minority is? You know, if that's volunteering time, if that's making different friendships that you wouldn't make or going out of your way to support black businesses in different areas. Let's be intentional about our time and our resources. Third step, we need empathy. And he said he didn't know, the Samaritan didn't know what the beating felt like. But he did say, I know you're in pain and I want to be in this pain with you. I want to walk alongside with you. I might not know what you've experienced. I might never know that. But I'm here to understand. I'm here to learn. So I want to have more empathy with what you're going through. And he talked about, we do the same thing with grief. 
if someone lost somebody close to them, we don't have to know the exact feeling, but we just need to know that that person's feeling something. And maybe it's not about saying the right thing. Maybe it's not about giving the right gift. Maybe it's just about being there and being present and being supportive. He calls that the ministry of presence. So family, I, I hope that, you know, we can continue learning about how to be better defenders of people who are experiencing inequality and acknowledging the privilege that we have. I know even as a Filipino American, I have more privileges and I was given more opportunities that someone who's black might have to work so much harder for. So let's put ourselves in places that we do have an epiphany. Let's learn more. Let's have empathy. Let's also be intentional and take action. So I hope that this can help you in some way. And my greatest hope is that you find enough strength to pick up your shield and fight for other people. So I love you all, and I'm sending you a big old peace sign and lots of love. I hope you have a beautiful day and a great week.